0: Do you know that from your position, you can change a situation? Do you also know that you are the master over the created world and that you are meant to rule over everything God has made? Listen carefully to Pastor Shagun Obaje as he brings to you with simplicity and clarity the message of the new creation realities in Christ Jesus. Be blessed as you listen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Welcome to Bible study. I'm Pastor Shagun Abadji. I know you've been waiting to receive the word of the Lord. The word of God is coming your way today and your life will never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. I agree with me in faith right now as we receive a deluge of revelation knowledge as God's word pours into your soul, into your spirit, into your life, causing a change in your life in Jesus' name. Come on, let's go. Let's believe God together for light today. Light. Revelation knowledge In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Father we believe you For light uh, For revelation knowledge Flowing into the streams uh, Of your word And through the streams uh, Of utterance Into our heart uh, In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Light 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 Mako Ramana ko Light uh, Light And light And light Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And Father, we thank you for light today. We receive abundance of revelation knowledge, illuminating our path, illuminating our understanding. We know the steps to take by this light. We know the way to go by this light in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we give you the praise for it. We rebuke you, foul spirits of darkness. You have no part in the ministry of the word of god we forbid you from interplaying in this space of speaking and hearing of the word of god in the name of the lord jesus christ thank you father we give you praise in jesus mighty name amen praise god all right let's get into the word this month for us is a special month it's a month of light Glory to God And God has been uh, downloading into our spirits uh, Light and revelation as to the knowledge of God The knowledge of God We began looking at what light is Uh, Light is revelation Light uh, is knowledge Light is understanding Light is wisdom And then we saw that light is experiential knowledge Okay Experiential knowledge Of God and this is where we are dwelling this month we're dwelling at this point of the experiential knowledge of God amen and then we began looking at the light of life all right the light of life which is the light of the knowledge of God the light of who God is that's the light of life the Bible tells us in Gospel according to St. John chapter 1 and verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. The same was with God in the beginning. All things were made by Him, and there was nothing that was made that was made without Him. He says, In Him, in the Word, was life, and the life was the light of man. Glory to God. So this light we're talking about is the light of life. What kind of life? The very life of God, the God kind of life. Alright, this was the light Jesus the Lord was speaking about or speaking of in Gospel according to Saint John chapter seventeen and verse three. Gospel according to Saint John chapter seventeen and verse three. He says, This is life eternal. He speaks of eternal life here. If you read from verse two, alright, life eternal here, it was referring to eternal life he was referring to eternal life glory to God he says and thou has given him power over all flesh that he should give note what he uses there eternal life to as many as thou has given him and then he flows into verse 3 he tells us "It says and this is life eternal in other words speaking of eternal life Eternal life here is the same thing as life eternal, that they might know thee. Now, the word know there is the light we're looking about, we're talking about. This is the light we are looking at. That they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. So, the light of life here is the light of the knowledge of God. The only true God, that one true God, hallelujah, that's the light we're talking about, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Praise the name of the Lord. And that's the light we're talking about here. Glory to God. It is the light of life. It is the light of life. Hallelujah. Now, today we want to dwell more on this light of life, we want to explore. The light of life. Glory to God. And last week we also uh, mentioned that this same light of life, which is the light or knowledge or experiential knowledge of God, is also known as the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. It is the knowledge of the glory of God. Praise God. That is what this light is. So today we are going to focus on the knowledge of of the glory of God The knowledge of the glory of God Can we say that together? The knowledge of the glory of God One more time The knowledge of the glory of God Okay. Now when we talk about the glory of God The glory of God is the essence of God is the very substance of God That's the very essence of God That is everything God is You remember when Moses asked to uh, see the glory of God and God said, I'll proclaim my name before you in Exodus chapter 33, all right? And then in Exodus 34 and verse six, the Lord of God, I mean the Lord proclaimed his name before Moses and he said, the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. So that means God was proclaiming his character unto Moses. When we talk about the glory of God, which he asks to see, it is the character of God. It is the character of God. That is the very essence of God's life. That's what the glory of God is. So when we talk about the knowledge of the glory of God, we're talking about the knowledge of the very essence of God, who God is. And that is very important. Now in life, we may know Many things about God. We may know many things about life. But the most important thing to know in life is to know God based on his character. Are you following what I'm saying here? To know God based on his character. Who he is in essence. Glory to God. Look at Jeremiah chapter 9. If we start reading from verse 22. Jeremiah chapter 9 and verse 22 He tells us something very uh, profound here. Go to verse 23, please. Jeremiah chapter 9 and verse 23. It says, Thus saith the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. Verse 24. It tells us, But let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth The Lord and knoweth the Lord as the Lord who exercises loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth. It says, for in these things I delight, saith the Lord. So that means knowing things about God is good. But that's not enough. You have to know God based on his character, his glory. You must have the knowledge of the glory of God. The knowledge of the glory of God is knowing God experientially Such that you know Him for yourself As the God who exercises loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth It says, for in these things I delight, saith the Lord So you see, when we talk about loving kindness here We're speaking of the character of God Judgment, the character of God Righteousness, the character of God So you see, the glory of God here is actually the essence of who God is. The character of God. Amen. The very being and life of God. That's what it is. So this light of life is also known as what? The light of the knowledge of the glory of God. And this is the knowledge that God has vowed that will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Glory to God. This knowledge will cover the earth As waters cover the sea Now what does that mean It simply means that God himself Will make sure that this light This knowledge of his glory Spreads abroad through the preaching of the gospel As the waters cover the sea Habakkuk chapter 2 And verse 14 For the earth shall be filled With the knowledge of the glory of the Lord As the waters cover the sea So what knowledge here The knowledge of the glory of God what knowledge? The knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. So this is the light of life. Alright. What is the light of life? Is the light of the life of God. Zoe. The divine life. Alright. What is the, that light? In other words, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. Amen. And this is the light that God wants to give everyone on earth. The moment you get born again, you come into that light. But that's not all there is to knowing that light, having that light, understanding that light. That's the beginning. You get born again, that's entry point into the realm of the light of life, into the realm of the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. Amen. Praise God. Alright, so as you begin to walk with God, you explore much more. And get to understand what this light is all about. And this is the highest kind of light there is and there could be. The light of the knowledge of the glory of God is higher than the light of science. The light of nature is higher than western light. Alright, is higher than the light that you get in schools. The light of the knowledge of the glory of God is the light that rules the realm of life. The moment you begin to walk in this light, you will be in charge of the realm of light. It is superior to and greater than the light of the western education that any man could get from primary school to PhD, name it. Alright, this light is superior to that light. Glory to God. It is called the light of life. It is called the light of life. And that is what I want us to look at today. Alright, so Genesis chapter 1, let's start now. Genesis chapter 1 in verse 26, I want you to see something here. It says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that crept upon the earth. And then, verse 27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. So God created man in whose image? In his own image. In God's own image. Glory to God. Now understand that. Man Was made in the image of God. In the image of God. Glory to God. In the image of God. So when you say man, who is man? Man is the image of God. Who is man? Man is the likeness of God. Now, when God made Adam in the Garden of Eden, all right, the first thing that God was aiming at was Adam's maturity. Into the fullness of his image. At the time that God made Adam, before he placed him in the Garden of Eden, God actually made him in seed form of his image. Seed form of his image. He was not the flawless image as yet. He was not God's flawless, impeccable, spotless image as yet. Glory to God. He was just in the seed form. He had not yet matured to the fullness of it. God's goal was for Adam in that seed form of his image to grow into the fullness of his image. So he wanted that growth to happen in fellowship with him. In other words, Adam coming into fellowship with God. But you see, uh, that project didn't see the light of day. Before Adam could get into the fullness of God's plan for him, he had fallen and, you know, gone astray. And so, um, God had to start all over again. <laughs> Glory to God. So, the first creation was a failure. God had to do another work. A new creation. Alright? A new creation. Little wonder the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. It says, if any man be in Christ... He's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So why a new creature? What happened to the former creature? Or creation. The former creation was a failed project. So God had to start all over again. There was a new creation. And that's what we're looking at today. So the point here is that God made man in his own image. And after his own likeness. But not in the fullness of Flawless, perfect form Alright Man was to grow into it To develop into The fullness of God's Image And and the Bible tells us About the fullness of that image The image of God The perfect image of God The flawless image of God The spotless image of God Amen In Hebrews chapter 1 Hebrews chapter 1 And verse 3, the Bible tells us, speaking of Jesus Christ, it says, Who being the brightness, the word brightness there means outshining. Who being the outshining of His glory, God's glory. Oh, did you see that? Who being the outshining of God's glory and the express image of His person. The word express there simply means flawless, perfect, impeccable. All right? All right. Faultless, faultless, that's what it means. The word expressed there means perfect, flawless, impeccable, faultless, blameless image of his person. So it tells us here that Jesus Christ is the effulgence or outshining of God's glory and the flawless, spotless, perfect, impeccable image of God's person. And the Bible says And upholding all things by the word of his power When he had by himself poured our sins Sat down on the right hand of majesty on high Now this is, this is, this is the point here Alright Who is man? The image of God Perfect image of God? No Not yet no, Even before the fall Adam was not the perfect image of God Amen He was in seed form to grow into the perfect image of God. Now, who is the perfect image of God? Jesus Christ. Look at verse 2 of Hebrews chapter 1. All right, the preceding verse. Look at it. All right? Look at it, it says and in these last days he's spoken to us by his son, Jesus Christ. All right? The son there is Jesus Christ. Whom he had appointed heir of all things and by whom also he made the world. So, he's speaking of Jesus here. And then he now tells us in verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power. All right, but our point here is this. Look, this is the point. Jesus is the express image of God's person. Praise God. Did you see that? He's the express image of God's person. Now look at it again in Colossians chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1, and verse 16. Colossians 1 and verse 16. All right, let's, let's start from verse 15, please. Colossians 1 and verse 15. It says, who is, speaking of Jesus, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? Did you see that? Who is the image of the invisible God? Now, speaking of Jesus here, he is the flawless, express image, perfect image, faultless image, impeccable, spotless image of the invisible God. See? So, look up, please. This was God's plan. God wanted man to conform to the image of Jesus Christ. All right? Conform to his perfect image. That was the plan of God. God started... With Jesus, meaning, look, you are eternal, you are God, you come out of me, and you are the visible side of the invisible God. Jesus can be seen, alright, but God the Father cannot be seen physically. You can't see him. No man had seen him at any time. He dwells in light, ever bright, ever shining light, unapproachable to any man. Praise God. No angel had seen him before. Amen. But the son of God who is in the bosom of the father. He says he has declared him. Glory to God. So Jesus is the visibility. The flawless perfect visibility of the invisible God. And God's intent. God's plan. God's purpose. Was to make man. From the beginning. Was to make man like jesus in other words man will be the flawless impeccable perfect image of god on the earth glory to god in other words god wanted to make many sons like jesus he wanted to bring many sons to glory like jesus little wonder i said i have said ye are gods and all of you children of the most high god he says, but they know not, neither will they understand. But thank God for this light that is shining right now. Thank God for the light that Jesus Christ has brought to us. It is the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. Amen. So you see, what's your destiny? What then is your destiny? What then is your destiny? I want to show you your destiny here. Alright, primarily, primarily, fundamentally, your destiny is in Romans chapter 8. i like for us to start reading here from verse 26. Romans chapter 8 and verse 20, 26. It says, Likewise the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we know not which we pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession attention for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Verse 27. And he that searches the heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he, the Spirit, makes intercession for us, for the saints, according to the will of God. Verse 28. And then he now says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are called look at it, called according to his purpose alright, what purpose is he referring to here, go on verse 29, for whom he did for he also did predestinate to be conformed to, come on now the image of his son, now look at it, predestination, that means before Adam was created this was the predestination Before Adam was made, this was the foreknowledge of God, of him, of mankind. For whom he did foreknow. Did you see that? He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Did you see that? Okay. Now, what is it? Go on. Verse 30. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Did you see it? So, look at your destiny. In verse 29. Look at it. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be what? Conformed to the image of his son. Conformation to the image of God's son. That's our destiny. Amen. Now listen very carefully after the fall of man man derailed the quality and standard and perfection of that image in man was thwarted was twisted and so man became that which is shorter lower than the standard of God's glory. You remember what the Bible tells us in Romans 3 and verse 23. It says for all have sinned and what? Come short of the glory of God. Come short of the glory of God. Amen. Did you see that? Now, So what happened thereafter? That continued for thousands of years until Christ was born. When Christ was born and then he lived until 30 years Then he began his ministry For three and a half years he was ministering And then he became a substitute thereafter He took our place, died in our stead Died for our sins And then was raised from the dead Now when the work of salvation Was concluded by Jesus Christ Man could come back Into that image Of God So new birth here is the restoration of that image Still in seed form Because the intent of God was to have man grow into the fullness of that image. Alright? Not jump into it. Grow into it. Grow into it. Glory to God. That was God's intent. And that was why there was a test in the Garden of Eden to start with. Of all the fruits... Of the garden of you know of of the garden you may freely eat, but of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For the day you eat of it you shall surely die. God wanted to test man's yieldedness to him, obedience of faith, faith, faith. But Adam failed. So you see, everybody is meant in Christ is meant to grow into the fullness of that image, the fullness of that image. That's our destiny. To conform to the image of the Son of God. Praise God. Let me show you this again in um, Ephesians chapter chapter number 4. We start the reading here from verse 10. Let's start, let's start from verse 11. Alright. Ephesians 4 and verse um, 11. It says, Jesus ascended upon high, led captivity captives, and gave gifts unto men. And he gave some apostles... And some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers to what end for the perfecting of the saints. Did you see that? Perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. Verse 13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the look at it, the measure of the stature of. Of the fullness of Christ. Did you see that? So we grow into it. We grow into it. This image. This flawless image. We grow into the fullness of it. Glory to God. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Let me show you again. In the same book of Ephesians chapter 3. If you start reading from verse 14. Verse 14. Paul was praying for the church at Ephesus by the Holy Spirit and he said this. He says For this cause I bow my knees unto the father of our Lord Jesus Christ of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Verse 16 That he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man toward end that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that ye being rooted and grounded where in love. That's the character of God. Alright. That is the essence of that image may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Look at it, to comprehend with all saints. He's bringing all of us, every one of us, is bringing all of us up to that level of comprehension, to that level of appreciation, to that level of development, the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Glory to God. May be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and verse 19, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, it surpasses knowledge that ye might be filled, look at it, that ye might be filled with come on now, with all the fullness of God. That's where it's taking us. Filled with all, not some, all the fullness of God. Say amen to that. Amen. So that's that, that's the image we're talking about here. Alright, and I want to show you how that image is related to the glory of God. Can we look at that quickly? 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18. It says, but we all with what? Open face beholding us in a mirror or glass. What are we beholding in the mirror or in the glass? The glory of the Lord. Come on, say the glory of the Lord. I can't hear you. Say the glory of the Lord. Now, we are changed, we should be changed you should, you, should, you should read And are changed into The glory of the Lord But it says Are changed into the same image Did you see that? Yes, image, glory Image, glory What we behold in a glass The glory of the Lord Alright What do Are we changed into The same image <laughs> So that glory of the Lord is an image Did you see that? Change into the same image from glory to glory Even as by the spirit of the Lord Now if we compare 2nd Corinthians 3 And this Bible study isn't it Okay if we compare 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18 Alright with uh, Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3 2nd Corinthians 3 and verse 18 And Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3 Look at it It says Who being the brightness of his glory who being the outshining of his glory and the express image of his person. Did you see that? So Jesus is the outshining of God's glory. The same Jesus who is the outshining of God's glory is the express image of God's person. Did you see that? So you see image glory there. Now, when we behold the Word of God, which is the mirror of the glory of God, we see the image of the glory of God. We see the image of God. Hallelujah. That flawless, perfect image is there in the Word. Right there in the Word. The moment we see that image, look up, please. We're seeing ourselves because God said, Come, let us make man. Come on now. In our image and after our likeness. So the moment you see yourself in the word. Because you are the image of God. Can you say that? Say I am the image of God. Say I am the outshining of his glory. Uh, Yeah. That's who you are. That's who you are. You are the image of God. You are the outshining of God's glory. Praise God. Alright. Because the same Jesus who is the flawless, express image of God, is the brightness of God's glory. And come let us make man in our image and after our likeness. You are the image of God. You are the outshining of his glory. Praise God. So when you study the word of God, you see your real self. You see how you ought to carry yourself. You see how you ought to speak. You see how you ought to think. You see the things that belong to you. You see the things that are yours in glory. Hallelujah. You see these things. You see, you shouldn't wait until people say, ah, he has passed on unto glory. All right? Before you experience glory, (laughs) literally, you should pass on unto glory here. Alright, enjoying the glory of God. It says from glory to glory to glory to glory. We all with open face, unveiled face, beholding as in a glass, a mirror of the word of God. The glory of God, that's what we see there. Alright, when you see that glory, it reminds you of you. You are the image of God. You are the outshining of the glory of God. He says you are the light of the world. A city that is set upon the hill that cannot be hidden. That's your destiny. To showcase God to exhibit God so that all eyes can see God they see the love of God in you they see the holiness of God in you they see the righteousness of God in you they see the glory of God in you they see the power of God at work in you they see the wisdom of God at work in you that's who you are hallelujah that's your destiny they see how wealthy God is. They look at your life and they see the prosperity of God in you. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's your destiny. Yes. They see the love of God, the holiness of God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's who you are. Yes. We're talking about the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. Amen. Did you see that? So it says we all with open face. Now, the the first contact we had... With the light of the glory of God Was when we first heard the gospel The gospel of Jesus Christ Is called the gospel of glory It is the glorious gospel of Christ It is the gospel of glory Good news of glory In other words He brings the good news of glory to us Man, man, mankind This is how to live you were designed to live like God Express God in all that you do That is your destiny You are an expression of God That's who you are That's who you are Say amen to that Amen Say I'm the image of God Amen Say say I'm the image of God I'm the likeness of God, likeness of God. I can't hear you Say I'm the likeness of God God lives big in me Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4. Quickly. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4. The Bible tells us, it says, let's start from verse 3, please. It says, but if our gospel, our good news be heed, it is heed to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world... Had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light come and say the light, the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. Now let's put it this way the light of the gospel of glory, which is of Christ is <laughs> the good news of glory. The gospel reminds you of your destiny. The gospel comes to you to reconnect you to your destiny. The gospel comes to you to reveal to you who you truly are. Hallelujah. It says, lest the light, the light, I want you to note that particular expression there, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. Can we say that together? The light of the glorious gospel of Christ. One more time, the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is, oh dear, Who is the image of God? Oh. So it tells us here that Christ is the flawless image of God. Who is the image of God should shine unto them. So the enemy, the God of this world blindfolds unbelievers. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them. And then look at verse 5. He says, For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. We preach that image. We present him to the the people. And ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Verse 6. For God, I love this, (laughs) who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give, to give what? The light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. What does that mean? Look up, please. In other words, through the preaching of Jesus Christ, the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of the glorious, the glorious gospel of Christ. All right? The glorious gospel, the gospel of God's glory. Amen? Through that preaching, what happens? It says, God now shines the light to people's hearts. To what end? To show them the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. The word face here simply means in the semblance, in the reflection, in the presence, in the outshining, in the reflection of Jesus Christ. Praise God. So you see, this light here, listen, this is is very powerful. This light here, the perfect shining of this light, is seen in the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's seen in the character of Jesus Christ. It's seen in the light that Jesus Christ has brought to us. He says the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding. That we may know Him that is true. And we are in Him that is true. Even in His Son, Jesus Christ. 1 John 5 and verse 20. He has given us an understanding. Did you see that? So if you read the Bible from Genesis to Malachi, all that you've seen there, as good and as beautiful as they are, that is not the perfect reflection of God as yet. God spoke quite all right. Prophecies came by the Spirit of God quite all right. But the character exemplified by those Bible characters didn't reflect God 100%. But when Jesus came, Jesus came with the unique revelation of God and he brought God to us as the perfect reflection of God. Now listen, this is very powerful. And this is what the gospel message is all about. Amen. Bringing us up to speed with God's light. The light of the knowledge of his glory. Bringing us up in maturity into the fullness of that image. Glory to God. And the Bible uses the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's, That's what it is. Praise God. Did you see that? Come on now. Did you see that? So the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. It says God who commanded light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ did you see that so the light that he commanded in the beginning was not sunlight it was not moonlight hallelujah it was the light of the knowledge of the glory of God so when God said let there be light and there was light. Glory to God. And the Bible tells us John tells us by the Holy Spirit in Gospel account St John chapter 1 and verse 4 he says in him was light life and the life was the light of man. Light of man. And it tells us in verse 5 look at it. This light of life he says and the light shines where in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not Could not comprehend it Could not comprehend it Praise God Did you see that? So what is this light? This light of the knowledge of the glory of God Is the light of knowing God personally And it's in the word of God In him, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God, the same was with God in the beginning, all things were made by him, there was nothing that was made that was made without him, in him was life, life was the light of man, and the light shines in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. What does that mean? This light is the light of the word of God, period. It is in the word that we see the perfect image of God. And the moment you see the perfect image of God, listen very carefully, do not condescend to your present situation. Do not confer with flesh and blood. The moment you see the perfect image of God in the world, it does not matter what you are going through. It does not matter the crack in your character, crack in your attitude. It does not matter how warped your demeanor is understand that the moment your focus is on that image something is going to start happening in your life the holy spirit will take that image all right and take you as a person you in time you in that situation you in in the natural self you in the flesh he would take you as you are and begin to change you on the inside he will begin to transform me on the inside. That's what the Bible, you know, um, is re- refers to in Second Corinthians chapter three and verse eighteen. It says, "We all would open our unveiled face, beholding as in a glass or mirror the glory of God. We are changed into the same image. How from glory to glory to glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord, of the Lord, the Spirit of the Living God." So at salvation it's a level of glory you have received that image there was an impartation of the nature the life of God on you that impartation has come and you have received the life of God the nature of God now but that's not all there is to it when it comes to growing into the fullness of this glory that's the beginning and as you walk with God, learning the word, you begin to grow. The Bible says as newborn babes, it says to desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow by it. Grow thereby. Praise God. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. So you, you begin to grow. Now this is how to grow. You don't struggle to grow in Christ. Alright. You grow into the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ by focusing on the image the perfect image that the word of God casts on your soul. Amen? You meditate in the word of God. And then you see that perfect image. Don't mind your situation. It is not meant to be permanent. <laughs> Amen? It says the things that are seen, if it's visible, is physical, it is subject to change. It is temporal. While we look not at things which are you know, seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen, the Bible says they are eternal. Glory to God. So if you can see it in the physical, it is subject to change. Have you heard people say no condition is permanent? Alright? Now, if it's a condition that you are grappling with <laughs> but your focus is not on what God has said about that condition, may I announce to you that the condition will be permanent. It will be permanent. The only time the condition has the chance or opportunity to change is when you shift your gaze from the natural to the supernatural. He says, why will look not at the things which are seen? That's That's how natural things are changed. Why we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So our light affliction, which is but for a moment, the Bible says it works for us an exceeding weight of glory. Why we look not at the things which are seen. If you look at the things which are seen, it's going to be permanent. There are conditions that are permanent. So long as you focus on those things, they will be permanent. The Bible tells us that Abraham did not consider his body at the time dead, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He didn't consider it. You know, there was that likelihood and propensity to have considered his situation, but he refused to consider his situation. What did he consider instead? I have made you a father of many nations. That's what to consider. So shall I see it be. That was what he considered. And because he considered that the Bible says he was not weak in faith. And when he began to give glory to God, amen. He moved from strength, strong faith, to full persuasion. Glory to God. Amen. And being fully persuaded that what God had promised, God was also able to perform. Therefore, it was imputed unto him for what? Righteousness. <laughs> glory to God. Did you see that? So how do we transform from glory to glory? You know that's why I tell I tell believers I said, look, listen, brothers, listen, sisters, you are not meant to be predictable when it comes to your transformational, transcendental history. All right, you meet me tomorrow, I'm a changed person. You meet me the day after, I'm a changed person. You meet me again, I'm a changed person. Always going from what? Glory to glory to glory to glory. Can someone say amen to that? Yeah. From glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. How? Why we look not at things which are seen? How? We all with open face, unveiled face. Beholding as in a mirror the glory of God. I see the glory of God. I see the glory of God. And what I see is what I become. What I see is what I become I see the glory of God What I see is what I become What I see is what I become I am not my situation I am not my circumstance What I see is what I become I see the glory of God I see Jesus The flawless image of God I see Jesus The effulgence of God's glory I see Jesus I see him in the world I see the glory of God And what I see is what I become Amen Now let me, let me say something about glory here The Lord Jesus Prayed this prayer in John chapter 17 He said Father I want those that you have Given me to be with me I want them to see the glory That you have given to me <laughs> Amen Amen there's a the glory of the sun. There's a the glory of the, of the moon. Alright. Even stars define glory. Amen. Glory is a state of being. With man and for man, it can change. Glory to God. It says we are changed into the same image. How? From glory to glory. Now, you see... He just said from glory to glory. It's not like from glory to glory and then that's the end of it. No, it's from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. Until we come to that measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Alright, until we conform to the image of the Son of God. The fullness of that image, everything about Him in character, in wisdom, in love, hallelujah, in power, glory to God. Hallelujah. That's the knowledge of the glory of God. Amen. You focus. You see. Now this is how you can tell whether or not. You are primed. For transformation. Are you primed for transformation? Are you primed. Primed for a change? How can you tell? Check what your focus is. Your shoes. ah, Look at my shoes. Ah, Look at my life. Ah, Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Look at. if your focus is on natural things, your focus is on your situation, your focus is not on God's word. you're not primed for transformation yet. All right, People don't change levels by focusing on natural things. He considered not his own body at the time dead. Why will look not? Why will look not at the things which are seen? Why will look not? <laughs> Glory to God Did you see it yes. We all with open face behold it. Are you focusing on the world or on your situation If your focus is on the situation May I announce to you you have welcome to permanence of situation It will not change It will not change That's the truth Until you shift your gaze You see let me tell you something You see these examples We can see uh, templates Replicas of this Example Of focus in the Bible From Genesis to Revelation You remember when the children of Israel murmured against God in the wilderness Under the leadership of Moses And God was angry, venomous beasts came out And began to bite them And some of them died And they cried out to Moses And said please we repent of our sins Cry out to God for, on our behalf That you forgive us And Moses cried out unto God And God said this is what you are going to do Take a brazen serpent, dead, lifeless, brazen serpent. Set it on a pole, alright? Set it up before the children of Israel. Whosoever looks away from his situation, her situation, his pain, her pain, whosoever looks away from that pain and focus on the glory of God, a dead serpent, Serpent here is a sign of sin It's a symbol of sin Brass Is a sign of suffering Now, if you look away from what you think You know I don't think I can change anymore Pastor I was born with this thing I have lived too long in, In this thing to change It's not possible anymore If you focus on your situation It will not change But if you focus on what Christ has done for you all right, that Jesus Christ became sin for you. Brazen serpent, through suffering. And it took your place. When your focus shifts from the situation and you can focus on Jesus Christ. yeah, you say this poverty thing is just too much for me. All right, my great-grandfather went through it. My, fa- my grandfather went through it. My father is going through it. It's like it's a generational thing. What kind of generation are you talking about? Who shall declare his generation? He's talking. Are you talking about your natural lineage generation Or you're talking about the generation That you have come into in Christ Amen The Bible tells us It says for we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ That though he was what Rich yet for your sakes He became poor That you through his poverty might be rich I focus on that You focus on that that is the, you see, don't believe that, oh, this thing, I mean, I can't break away from it. it's this? Is just, just a thing that has plagued my life. You know, everybody has a weakness. You know, everybody has, no, you are meant to be perfected in character, in love. It says, be ye perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. You don't believe a lie. Don't say, I can't break away from it. It's just a thing with my dad. I was, I was interviewing my dad the other day and he said certain things and I knew where that thing came from it's just a thing with our family All oh, there's a family sickness no the Lord is your light and your salvation he's the strength of your life so what are you focusing on what Christ has done about the situation or the situation are you focusing on what Jesus Christ has con- already concluded concerning that situation or the situation itself amen did you see that So this light of the knowledge of the glory of God Is is so powerful And God is bringing everyone Listen very carefully One of the greatest lessons You will ever learn In your walk with God Is the lesson on focus (laughs) Focus Amen Isaiah 26 and verse 3 That will keep him In perfect peace Whose mind Whose mind, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee, he will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed? You see, peace is a product of focus. What you focus on, who you focus on, your consideration, what you are thinking on or upon. Peace is a product of focus. It says to be carnally minded. Romans chapter 8 and verse 6 is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. See? So it's a product of mindedness. Your focus. Your focus. Did you see that? Your focus. This is very important. Your focus. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. It says be anxious for nothing. But in everything, in all things, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, it says, make your requests known unto God. Alright? And it says, and the peace of God. It says, don't focus on anxiety. Focus on the all-sufficiency of God. Be anxious for no thing, nothing, no thing, nothing, nothing, but in all things. By prayer and supplication. He says make your requests known unto God. And the peace. Oh dear. You focus on the almightiness of God. Peace is the result. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Prosperity. Wholeness. And the peace of God. Which passeth all understanding. Shall keep your hearts and minds. Through Christ Jesus. Now look at what he now tells us in verse 8. Beautiful. Finally, brethren, whatsoever, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if, if there be any praise, it says, Think on these things. So, what will now be the result of that? Next verse. It says, Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard, it says, and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. See that? The manifest presence of God, ministering peace to you. Ministering peace to you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you see that? Now, ca- can you put pen to paper? All right. Can you write out five things that you've focused on lately? What are the things that you are focused on lately? If you can if you can tell me your focus and I will tell you why your life is the way it is. I tell you the truth. What's your focus? Amen. Now it didn't make sense to some Israelites who were suffering from the pain of that venomous beast. To look at a lifeless brazen serpent on the pole. (laughs) He said, are you kidding me Moses? You must be joking. You mean uh, I should not worry about my situation? I should now focus on what God has... (laughs) You don't know pastor. (laughs) You don't know what people are going through. You maybe are not in the marketplace. You don't know where people come from every Sunday. You don't know their their condition of living. (laughs) That's why you're talking about. It's not me. It's the Bible. It's the word. You have to. That's the thing. The moment you can shift your gaze from the situation and focus on the image of the glory of God. The way the thing ought to be. The standard of living. How God ordained it to be as it was with Christ. As it is with Christ. Then the spirit of God takes that image And it starts working on you Working on your situation Everything changes And when a man moves up in glory Everything attached to his life Moves up with him Amen When you are at a particular level of glory You don't struggle to express that level of glory Your bank account, your friends, your relationship with God, your confession, everything must align to that new level of glory. That's how it works. Glory to God. See, focus on the right thing. Focus. Focus. You know, what's the difference between carnality and spirituality? Mindedness. Mindedness, that's all. To be carnally minded, minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. So his mindedness, focus. And that's how our transformation comes, from glory to glory. That's how we make progress in the, in the realm of the light of life. In the realm of the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. That's how we increase in glory. We transit from one level of glory to a higher level of glory. That's how we are changed and transformed from glory to glory. Romans 12 and verse 2. It says, Be not conformed to this world, but be it transformed how? By the renewing of your mind. Mind, 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 mind. That will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind, 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 mind is stayed on thee. Mind. To be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Mind. Mind. Be anxious for nothing. But in all things, see, anxiety is, is one of the manifestations of the mind. Mind, you're seeing thoughts hey, hey, how will I do this? Oh God, yeah, ah, how will I handle that? Yeah, yeah, you know, your mind is thinking different thoughts and different possibilities. If you will not pay the bill or you fail to pay the, you know, the rent, what will happen? The mind is not stayed on God. You see, locate that image in the word. Amen? Stay your mind on it. This was the, the secret of success God gave you know, to Joshua after the death of Moses. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt what? meditate upon it often, day and night, that thou mayest observe to do. According to all that is written therein. it says, then Thou shall make your way prosperous Then you shall have good success I like the way that transition puts it It says then you shall be able to deal wisely In all the affairs of life Amen See So your mind Your mind And that's what the enemy wants to hijack That's where the battle is All Alright The enemy wants to take that mind. He wants to sow seeds into that mind. And thoughts that are wrong. He wants to engage that mind wrongly. Because he knows that that is what determines your transformation. From glory to glory. You focus is of the mind. You focus with your mind. He says we all with open face. Beholding. He didn't say having beheld. He says beholding continually. Beholding. As in the mirror, the glory of God. We are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the living God. Same thing is said by James, all right, in James chapter 1. You start reading from verse 22. You see it there. It says, Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, so you don't deceive your own selves. Verse 23, it says, But if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, it's likened unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. And then the Bible tells us, The next verse, for he beholded himself and goes away, and straightway forgetted what man of man he was. Then look at what it tells us here, verse 25. Uh, I need you to read verse 25 now. It says, But whoso looketh into what? The perfect law of liberty, and what? Continues therein. Do you see the word continue there? Keep beholding. It's just focus, focus. Your life is about to shift. And change upward if only you focus on the right things. You focus on the image of God that is in the world. How things are. How things are. How things ought to be. Focus. You are just focus away from that next level. <laughs> Focus. Someone says, I'm trying hard. Don't try hard. Focus hard. Focus hard. Don't try hard. You focus hard. Amen. You focus hard. The harder you focus, alright, you see, the easier it becomes. The rule of the game here is focus. Focus, 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 focus. But whoso looketh, it is a who so used to look. Whoso looketh, that means look at them. Means whoso looks, whosoever looks. He said the guy goes to school every day. He goes to school. That means he goes to school every day. That's what it means. Whoso looks into the perfect love of liberty, meaning whoso con- continues to look. He looks and he keeps looking, and he keeps on 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 looking. It becomes your focus. It becomes your focus. He becomes your focus. This is it. Who so looketh into the perfect love of liberty and continues therein, he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Glory to God. Let me let me just stop here, but I'm gonna you know refer you to just one more scripture in Proverbs chapter four and verse twenty. It says, My son, attend to my words, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings; let them not depart from thine eyes; keep them where in the midst of thine heart. Now, with what do you give attention to things? Your mind. If the mind, the mindedness, the present hour consciousness or mindedness of a man is poor, then his attention span is going to be very low. Amen. The mind. He says, my son, attend. Give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saints. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them where? In the midst of your heart. For their life to those who find them. And health to all their flesh. Glory to God. Did you see that? Did you see that? Alright. There are certain things that will drop off you. Just by focusing on God. Just by focusing on God. Alright. Alright. That venom in their bodies died Just by focusing on the brazen serpent on the pole Just focus You don't have to try to remove the venom You don't have to dance around To try to remove it, no You don't have to try to shake it off, no Just focus on the right thing Focus Focus And in the name of Jesus Your strength of focus is enhanced The power of God is upon you Right now the spirit of God is working in you For it is God who is at work in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. The the Lord is working in you right now. He is working in you right now. The strength of focus is enhanced in the name of the Lord Jesus. The strength of focus is enhanced by the power of God's spirit in the name of Jesus. I declare and decree concerning you right now the grace to focus on the image of God, which is in the word of God. As you meditate in the word of God, the responsibility of the Holy Spirit is to show you that image. To show you that image. You see the image of the glory of God. You see the way things are with God. The way things ought to be with you. And as you focus on that, giving thanks, praying in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit transforms you from glory to glory. And as you are transformed From glory to glory Your situation is also transformed From glory to glory You can't go up in glory And your situation remains the same Everything attached to your life Goes up with you That is the order In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Thank you Father In Jesus mighty name Amen Glory to God Amen. Now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. It is well with you. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Say a big amen. amen. Glory to God. I believe you've been blessed today. And God bless you.